0: Your
2: beauty is our duty. And we're live.
1: Hey, 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 you know me. It's Dr. Cheryl Bryant Bruce, MD, the celebrity doc. And I am here with my co host, Hisham Ellen Mati, Hurricane H. We're here for another episode of Chatters That Matters. Let's talk about it. Our show is here to educate, inform, and entertain you. This is our second live episode, so support us by sending the link to all of your friends. You can call in and you can text us and join in the chatter on these episodes. So please, don't just sit there and look at us. We want you to participate. We have an exciting guest again. All of our guests are exciting, come on now. Uh, But we have a, a really fun guest today. Her name is Gloria Sanders Williams, also known as Desire for Fire. Yes. Now, Gloria is big fun and she's definitely entertaining because her genre is writing. She's an author. She is a spoken word artist extraordinaire, and she hails from none other than Las Vegas, Nevada. But that's not where she's from. She's a Bay Area girl, San Francisco area. So Gloria, she saw a niche that was not filled, and that was in the Black fantasy genre. There wasn't anybody out there really doing it. So Gloria has put out several books and she is going to tell us about a series that she has going. Actually, she has a couple of of different series. And in the Black fantasy genre, she even writes in the erotica section, which is another area that hasn't much been tapped in the Black writing arena. And you have to remember, this is Black History Month. So what a great time to bring on a Black author extraordinaire. With no further ado, I want to introduce you to Gloria Sanders and let her tell her story about how she became who she is, the phenomenal writer that she is.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Cheryl, Hurricane H. I really appreciate this opportunity. Um, More than um, anything, I just want to say hello to everybody. Thank you for joining um, it's just an amazing outlet for us as writers to be able to introduce what we do and what we love to do in our art, why we write and per se. Uh, I started off very young. I was around 16 years old. I was out of growing up in San Francisco, and I was handed a book that was in the fantasy genre, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Now, they made a movie out of that. They had like <laughs> a seven-book series, and I was totally engrossed in it which started my love for that particular genre. And I was such an avid reader. I was the nerd of all nerds. I went to Lowell low out of San Francisco. So we were considered nerds back then, but <laughs> I grew up not only reading, but wanting to express myself. Um, had a lot of things going on and we wanted to tie that in sort of into um, how young people associate um, with how they're interacting with the world and, and uh, coping skills per se, but um, um, one of my teachers said, Wow, you make such a great writer. She inspired me. She wanted me to keep writing. And I started off with poetry and short stories. Um, and then when I came to Vegas, it went in a little bit deeper where I had this story in 1999 um, with 99 pages. And I was like, Wow, this is a sign, you know. And um, I wanted to write that book. Um, I wanted to bring more characters of color. Um, that I was noticing because I was such an avid fan of the genre of of fantasy. Uh, Wasn't a lot of black characters, actually none. If you mentioned black, it was either a black elf or something like that, if you know the world of of fantasy. Uh, So there was no one like me or looked like me in that world that I wanted to build. So I said, well, I created myself. Uh, There are a lot of art that they're still trying to do that um, more so, but I was able to bring into fruition, my stories and, um, based on the, my love of David Eddings and Terry books. And these are just authors that influenced me along with the Lion, the Witch, and the Road trouble. Um, I started off in um, putting it down and you know those floppy disks that you have back the way back in 1999. So I looked at it and it said, Kyandra 19, um, um, and I opened it up and it said 1999 and it had 99 pages. I said,
3: oh, this is a sign, this has to be a sign. <laughs>
0: I was trying to do queries because as a world of um, you, you Google and you find out, well, you know, what you can do to get your writing out there. And um, a lot of publishing companies says, yeah, we'll publish your book. But I sent my story to a publishing house in Maryland. So that was out near you, right, Hurricane? Um, Maryland's fairly close. And they did such a crappy job that I fought for two years to get it back to where I could own my own story, but I finally did. And I says, well, I'm gonna learn how to do this myself. So as an indie author, which is what we're called when we independently publish our own works, um, I just learned the ropes. And um, from that history of, of trying to create my stories of genre, I actually um, published, I'm at number nine right now so i started off with this fantasy series of um from good versus evil because that always captures you no matter what in any genre you you have a story to tell when it's good versus evil so um and i think that's why um sword and and fantasy and all that really got me because it hits home you know as as, as even even in the real world and god fearing and you know there is good and you know there is evil and then what stories you can tell based on that but I wanted to bring my black characters and my heroines in, you know, into it because there's not a lot of heroes out there. So my does the world need another hero? And I say, hell, yeah, they need a, another hero. <laughs> you know, and So I started creating all these female protagonists who can um, fight not only good, but the, sometimes they have to face the evil inside of them and try to you know, um, right. balance that because everybody has bad and everybody has good. And so my characters are not always pristine. Um, they do have some flaws um, because as humans, we flock. You know, no one is infallible We're, you know, they all have to fight through what makes them um, the best that they can be. And most stories that are hero stories is you start off being this person who runs from everything or doesn't really want to f- stand up to who you really can be. And that hero in you has to come out in order to maybe not motivate you, but motivate something that, that connects you to whatever it is, whether it's saving the world or saving your loved one or saving yourself. And that's kind
1: of- Let's talk about that. Let's Mm -hmm. stop here and and talk about that. So you're talking about how the heroes that you create are, they're flawed and they're running from things, they're battling things, uh, they're finding their own strength. How is this telling your story? Because every writer has a, a, a why story. So how, how are your characters telling your story?
0: Um, I, I really feel that maybe a lot of it is like who I want to really express um, the Black character to her as a female, how, how, you know, we're set in a construct, but we really shouldn't be. Um, that anybody that looks at my characters can say, "No, that's just not a strong black woman," but that is a strong female character. And yeah. and from that, for me, is I used to hide a lot in terms of behind books, even per se. Right? Mm-hmm. I didn't have that voice, and in um, able to create these strong characters, you really have to delve down and say, "Well, you know, what are some of your flaws? What are some of the things you you wish you you could face on your own?" Um, I went through um, when I was growing up, um, my my father passed when I was five, so um, I didn't really know him, Um, but um, my mother remarried when she was nine and from Kansas City, Missouri, she brought us to San Francisco, California, so I grew up the majority of my life in that Bay Area, and you get a lot of cultural mix and being able to fit in Mm -hmm. versus not fitting in, Uh, you feel more at home in some places, but you realize that you're still this individual. You know that has to still learn to grow with all these cultural differences around you, but
2: right. the
0: school I went to kind of really released that pressure where I wasn't really feeling like the like the black girl that that was only like um, twenty of us in a majority you know Asian predominantly white school. Mm-hmm. Um, we we kind of came together in a common bond, and so I think that that grew that strength of me in terms of building my characters that i just didn't want to be viewed as a black woman and even though i talk a lot that this genre needs to be inclusive right to bring these black characters into this world because we all exist and we all have to somehow um get along whether it's cohesively or you know kind of rubbing together but um passing each other's paths um, but I wanted to bring together um, that kind of cohesiveness because I experienced it. Um, I also went through some things not a lot of people want to talk about, like depression and 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 feeling um, isolated because I did things that were out of the norm or I love things that were not normal in the Black community, like reading fantasy books or like... Um, you know being i'd rather sit down and read than go out and have a smoke or go out and have a, a party hearty kind of attitude you know um or i played basketball i was an avid basketball player and these were the things that um i wasn't typically um uh, i didn't feel accepted and so writing about characters who have to go through these flaws to be accepted Kind of helped it, it helped as well. So, um, so, would it be
1: fair to say that your writing
0: was a coping mechanism for you? It was definitely a coping mechanism. I started off with poetry. Um, as, as a matter of fact, that's how I met. I believe someone related to you. Uh, I, I was um, at a park, and and he heard me speaking my my spoken word, and he called over a homeless person, and he says, "What do you think of this poem?" And I started spitting, you know, like, you know, falling, 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 you know, falling under their spells, falling under uh, repercussions I couldn't even get so well, you know, that kind of thing. And he was like, he had tears in his eyes. I said, actually, wow. And it made me so moved because I was so introverted, you know, I would write, but I I wasn't um, articulate or I couldn't express myself in front of people. And so just- Okay, now not, you know-
1: you know that since you started this <laughs> want to go there go ahead and spit the rest of it We
0: want we want to hear what you do um well and in, in some of this poem i i kind of forgot it so i'm just going to be a little bit because this was years and years and years ago but
1: come on gloria we
0: know you got flow so go wherever <laughs> you go hit it oh <laughs> um, well i had a dream that i could slam dunk People looked in awe. I was the baddest under-the-arm around-the-back basketball player that ever set foot on a basketball. I what you call hot dogs and Danish pastries, and people looked in awe and said, Oh my God, she could be better than oh uh, Chris Brown. all nah. So uh, uh before I could put it in the basket, singing and look and say, face your eye, and don't mess with me, I woke up. So that's a little bit of my little basketball thing, but that, that's career, what. I was-
1: I said what's your favorite
0: piece and why um my favorite piece um in terms of poetry is all over the place um the i think that was my favorite because i grew up as a basketball player and my love for basketball was just really Mm -hmm. deep deep, and that kind of expressed who i was like you know i was i was as bad as girl but um nobody really accepted that because i was female but um i was just I was just who I was. And I was really stuck in a, in a work, believe it or not, uh, even though I could really, well, I felt I could play and I was getting trophies in, uh, on all tournaments. I had a coach uh, who was racially profiling me and she would sit me on the bench. And when we would lose, she put me in and um, we'd get up ahead and then she would take me out. And, and one of my counselors um, told me, he said he wished that he had known that that was what was going on in my world because he would have probably intervened, but he said that was the reason why he became a coach was so that wouldn't happen to other young girls. Um, so it kind of like you know really affected me and um, how I viewed. Um, so I was just pushing forward, and that's what I do in my books. I don't take no for an answer. Um, you know, some people say they want to write. You know, they have the desire to write. But they, they may even put a pen to a paper or, or you know ink um, yeah. or to font to, to the typewriter or whatever it is, but they never go further. And, and yes, um, remember
1: this woman's name is desire for fire so <laughs> right. she's not
0: and, and I kind of just really felt like um, nothing could really stop me at that point, you know, but it took other people to encourage me because you can always be the naysayer yourself, your own name you know, saying, no, I can't do this. You get your loudest voice in your head uh, of what you can and what you can't do. And I think you are your own power. You know, you empower yourself sometimes. You have to embolden yourself sometimes because the negativity normally doesn't come from your outside. It really mm-hmm. comes sometimes from how strong you are on the inside. And um, you, you can always tell yourself, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. That's too scary. But believe it or not, you can really do, it's cliche, you can really do what your desire is. And and that's where that desire for fire came from. And it came from actually being able to not only articulate it, not only write it down, but try to get it out there to others and, and let them know that, hey, you too can do this. And one of the things I did was, as my journey started, I was creating these female characters and I realized that they were badasses. <laughs> can you say that on the radio? <laughs> but I wanted them to be badasses, badasses, but they didn't even know it. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. And it had to be other outside influences that say, hey, yeah, you can do this. You know, because in their mind, it was like, oh, I'm just typical. I'm normal. I'm whatever. I can't do this. And so it's almost like you need a village, you know, to create that superhero, that person that you can be. Um, all these cliches about you still, you know, um, it takes a village that, um, you know, uh, you need your your, your your outside forces. And sometimes you really do because mm-hmm. of things that you can talk yourself out of, you'd be amazed. So that's yeah. kind of where um, I started creating these characters that, um, as you can see, that are um, strong, they're um, exciting, they have flaws. Um, and they, they uh, lean a lot on others, which isn't a weakness because it brings their strengths to the forefront.
1: So- Now Gloria, you talked about um, the, the village, the tribe helping mm-hmm. to, to lift you up and, and strengthen you and to give you courage and, and confidence. But was there ever a point where you were really in a dark spot and
0: the writing itself
1: was your village.
0: Well, I went through a bout of depression um, when I was in my uh, early twenties. And no matter what I did, um, it felt like it wasn't enough. So I was really on that low, low, not suicidal, but I could say it was kind of like, I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't, you know, there was, and all I had was my write or my poetry and that was like my talking to myself it was like that positive self-talk method you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so when you're writing and, and and you're using whatever skills you have or journaling um and and i think even therapists they bring that up that you know why don't you write it down why don't you talk mm-hmm. to yourself and tell mm-hmm. yourself you know what's really going on and you, and you find that um you are stronger or you can become stronger just learning more about yourself because people think they know themselves and they really right. don't. Right. right. And um, but I was I was in a bad place. You know, I don't know who isn't um, get some people are just positive all the time. But mm-hmm. even those positive people have places that are dark and that's that yin and that yang. Yes. And it's just how they uh, transverse through the darkness. You know, mine was writing. I mean, I have over nine mm-hmm. books and um, like, I, I use this program called Grammarly. And I think it says I've written 394 million words or some wow. sort of loud word, like, like, I'm pretty sure I'm top, Grammarly should be sending me a check because I, <laughs> <laughs> because I have never written so much, but that's me as a writer, you know, that's where I get mm-hmm. my love, that's where I get my energy. Um, that's what I want to do as a profession. I hope I'm entertaining. I hope that, um, you know, like right now, Cheryl, I'm, I'm trying to do this comic book series for Black characters um, mm-hmm. from the Kyandra saga, which was a, a fantasy character. And um, I started a Kickstarter and I hope everybody's listening will go to my Kickstarter page, but you can go to my website, which is uh, fantasy-arthur.com, really mm-hmm. easy. And everything on there about me, if you want to read up uh, some of my characters, um, I, I am going to share later on a couple of my book covers. Guys, I, I love my books. I love my characters. Okay. But, any, you know,
2: so. So, so, so Gloria, I, I, first things first. I mean, I, I got to congratulate you. And uh, it's really owed to you for the work you've done. Because you are an innovator. You cross some barriers. You really, you know, went right through them. And went to an area that was not available but you saw that already like way back when you know that yeah. there was a need there was not enough but you know a lot of people would wait for someone to do that you didn't you took action and I, and I think that's the other part i mean you mentioned something about you had you go you were going through your own thing and so and so on and so forth but that's also for you and and, and mm-hmm. you, may, you even articulated the best when you said doesn't matter how positive you are you might go through bad things in your life everybody has that but, but right. that's the story of a lot of, you know, success stories, right? You know, it's just a matter of, like, you have to go through things in battle. But but you you did your thing. You were not just like, oh, okay, well, I can't – there's nothing about it. This life. That's how the world is, and we're going to just settle for it. You didn't settle. You were one of the few. And maybe there are plenty of people out there, but not enough. Pioneers. You know, exactly. Pioneers. That, that are taking – to a different line, to the diff- different road, and really bringing something new. To and and then your formula is that you're expressing through writing. But through these characters and by the way they're the heroes of the stories you're the hero of your own story <laughs> and, absolutely and, and, and you, right. know, well, you are i mean you are because y- yes you are sending a message to a book and, you She's know, my hero. and <laughs> <There you go. laughs> <Thank you.
3: laughs>
2: but again again it is black history month and you know what mm-hmm. you you are owed you know a, a very great congratulations here and 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 success you know is yours and you know i think there are plenty of successes out there and i think this month will highlight quite a few and uh we will be playing actually a lot of shows you know that we've had with a lot of you know uh guests on on this month but but really your thing is unique because you took almost a challenge and 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 you're like you're, you're competing in a world that was not really meant i guess uh for 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 what you do right you know like fantasy wise and stuff and that's a question i have like why is it that you mentioned something about like the the black community and so on and so forth was not really something that that, that was for you know the community like being in fantasy and writing I, fantasy I, I
0: guess it's because we're so caught up in the real and the now you know life is so like you know it, it you're you're faced with like where i grew up in the big area i grew up in um the Fillmore district and you know right across the street was a project. we were in a kind of up in the coming kind of a townhome kind of, like, upgrade of the projects, but then you you find yourself still having to walk through that community, and mm-hmm. I think when you go through that kind of experience where, um, and then I went to an all-Black school, and then from that all-Black school, it was two Blacks that went to an almost all-Asian, all-White school, and, you know, so I was kind of turned over into a cultural difference that um, not only um, was encouraging, because you would think that you would face a lot of racial profiling there because of that difference of the, but it wasn't, it was more like a camaraderie and that camaraderie didn't go, it surpassed color. It went to like, Oh man, you had to go through a lot to get here. You have to go through these tests. And it was almost like we, we came together because uh, we were the smart kids in the block, but we weren't kind of like accepted. So we had that other um, outside force that kind of, even though we did i did in that same school face racism like what i told you my basketball coach had uh, done to me i also had the backing of almost everybody in terms of our class being that camaraderie to this day we get together our class reunions are huge you know in terms of the, the comeback towards it and um on facebook um, is that community that keeps us grounded and as a black woman, when you're um, growing up in that type of community, and you've been there, and you know that what you what what others are facing, um, I don't blame the black community that they're not really reading the genre of fantasy uh, because they're so focused on what I gotta get my next, you know, I gotta get my next uh, meal, or I gotta learn how to get past this neighborhood where I know they fight in this block, so I gotta hide behind a bush until this person passes me by and you know who has an experience um in certain neighborhoods things like that so to sit back and I have the luxury of reading a book yeah, yeah you, you know what I'm saying so I don't that
1: part I yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to address that uh <laughs> because that is an area for the black community particularly right now that is problematic I mean it's not just the Black community, this is kind of worldwide. We're in this anti-intellectual stage where Mm -hmm. education and reading and all of that is being pushed aside. They've taken cursive writing out of the schools. Yes. Education is being pushed aside and being a nerd is not a good thing these Mm -hmm. days. And yet that reading is such, an avenue for anybody who is feeling downtrodden, who's feeling trapped, who's feeling like they don't have resources. With such an a book, is yes. an entire rich world that can expand your horizons. Not only that, it can help to put you in touch with your own feelings and it can identify that there are others out there. Who not only feel like you do, but who have overcome, like you have. Yeah.
0: And these stories, although they're like take place and like I would attribute some of these stories to like if you watch Lord of the Rings, there she you know she's is that time frame that that mm-hmm. sword and magical time frame of fantasy and in my paranormal world it kind of goes even further out that was my m- mature read is about black vampires but it also includes other races so i'm mm-hmm. trying to be inclusive in all that i write um mm-hmm. but there are stories of uh family there's stories of being torn apart there's stories about um um, the journey. So it, it's more than just, oh, um, let me pick up a book. I want to entertain. I think these are stories that can go to movies. I think these are stories that can go to comics um, that can reach um, people. I haven't done the ebook, um, not the ebooks, but I do have ebooks, but I haven't done the audible books yet. Um, if people just don't have the time to read, they can listen. So that's my next journey in this book uh, trying to get together. But I do invite uh, people to just pick up a book and and take a moment and read because it does relax you. It does put Mm -hmm. you in a certain mood. You're more applicable to to feel things, feelings. Right. Because we get kind of cold. We get kind of blocked off. We can't we get kind of narrow minded. Uh, All we have to do is go work. We have to do this. But you have to take some leisure time. TV kind of drives that. But. When you pick up a book i'm i'm sorry it's nothing like uh going into a world that's and submerse yourself in that story and i mm-hmm. and now i'm gonna allow
1: you to be part of it
0: yeah i'm always gonna try i'm a writer so of course i'm gonna try to sell you to pick up a book and read but right. but it's more i mean i'm living proof um you know that there's more You know, I came from picking up that book and reading the story. And now look what I'm doing. I'm saying this inspired me. And now I'm doing the same thing because this is what I felt. And this is how I strived, And this is how I survived, And this is what I come to. And it's never too late to uh, write your own story, no matter what it is. I chose fantasy. I chose paranormal. You know i do vela's short stories i have a whole short story little you know, if you can't just read like if you're one of the personal i can't read a, a a 500 page book you know but i have stories that go eight pages um many of them um, did you say short, eight pages eight mm-hmm, eight some are 12 some are 15. Wow, okay
1: so, so these are just, short these are really short really stories. short
0: stories but they're inclined in a little book so right Like, this is really short, but But I I also um, created a journal where it's just blank pages inside and you can Mm -hmm. pick up this journal. I want to this to be like if somebody was a, um, a, a mother and wanted their children for an outlet, um, it has a, a picture of a black, you can't really see it, but a black girl. And uh, here, you know, write down what you feel. And I have, I am affirmations in it. Like I am strong. Mm-hmm. I am beautiful. I am, you know, and um, because. Talk about yeah. I
1: am affirmations. Have yeah. you seen the affirmations that Snoop Dogg does? Um no, I
0: haven't seen it,
1: but I'm gonna look at oh, it. You've you gotta go and check out the Snoop Dogg affirmations, okay. way to start your, your day. And when you when you go to check out the Snoop Dogg affirmations, post your information there so Snoop Dogg knows you're
0: out there. All right. I will. Thank you for that. Yeah. Hurricane. Any.
2: Gloria, I, I just wanted to say a couple of things. One is, uh, and by the way, doctor, you hit a very hard point there about the fact that we are lo- we're losing the the reading piece of it today. Yeah. I think that that is an art that's, I mean, I grew up reading books. As a matter of fact, I spent, I, I lived with a book. I mean, I literally ate while okay. I was you know, I was reading the book. That's just how I grew up when I was a kid. And uh, today it's the opposite i mean i fight with my kids all the time you know like you mm-hmm. guys don't do it they finish school they come in and they're gaming that's it or doing something but they're or chatting they're not really reading the books and it's not like a lack of books available to them it's not uh, and that's actually a problem going forward so so to your point gloria now, now you haven't for example uh, given done audio and um maybe that's, that's, a, that's a, almost a solution to some of these problems that we have going for. At least people can, mm-hmm. can listen to these things and, and mm-hmm. get and absorb the, the, the language and the style and all that. At least they have something to actually really, I mean, you, it's one thing to read it visually, but at least if you can listen to it, audiobooks do have uh, an actual value to them. I, I would suggest, I mean, there are AI applications that literally you put in your, your scripts and they will convert into audio for you. So, mm-hmm. so we, we can talk offline about maybe some things that you can do to, to get there. But that is a problem. It is a problem going forward because I don't know if everybody, uh, you know, today is really inclined to, to picking up a book really in the new generation. I'm not seeing that. Uh, And it's a problem. And I think for our audiences watching right now, it it is a problem in actually
1: a lot of ways. And again, you know, we cover all topics, but this is a health related show. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about reading, and not actually reading physically, physically reading, picking up a book and Mm -hmm. reading stimulates so many different parts of our brain and causes the left brain and the right brain to communicate because we're using our imagination. There's a physicality Mm -hmm. that is involved in it. The eyes are involved in the movement. And when you're reading, you create a very real world within your head and it right. triggers the emotions and the and the feelings you become very much immersed in it there's a physicality to it <laughs> that i think is important for our health and that being said yeah. even if we're not going to read the audiobooks are a nice second. And the reason I say that is because the audiobooks still allow the imagination process. It doesn't involve the physicality, but Mm. it still allows the imagination process. The minute we click over and we start watching television or movies, it becomes video. The imagination portion, it's taken out of it because you're, you're being right. shown the images you're not even the
0: reading even in reading and writing. And this book goes both for reading and writing mm-hmm. is that I think in mentally it, it reduces your stress, your anxiety. Nope. If you're yeah. depressed, you're no longer depressed because you're immersed in something else. You know what That's I'm saying? <laughs> so so it, it, it really is all these other intricate details that um, assist you. As you go through whatever you're going through, um, whatever pain you're fighting through, whatever mental um, stressors you're going through, um, reading has always um, replaced. It's like a replacement. It, it's not a fix-all. It never will be unless it's in a self-improvement book, which those help as well. Affirmations they help. The Bible helps. I mean, just reading the Bible helps. But if you don't read, or if you don't allow yourself that luxury, um, I think you're missing out. You know, your your um, depriving yourself of something that's really wonderful um, to your spirit, you know, um, it's not, um, well, it has to me, it's, it's really helped me. So I, I can only speak from experience that the place that I am now, I would have never been without these wonderful stories, um, without um, confirmations and affirmations and, and the Bible being there, learning to, to learn those stories, that was your first storyteller. Right. Old story um, ever yeah.
1: told. They call it <laughs>
0: <laughs> those. Those are your first storytellers. Um, yes. But now, um, you know, no way in the world am I a prophet, but I am a storyteller. You know what?
1: Well, well, you know- yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Now we, we talked about the writing mm-hmm. as a, a positive health aspect. I mean, the reading as a positive health aspect, but I really would like to emphasize that the writing itself is a positive health aspect, again, because. There is a physicality to it. And as we're writing, we're exercising those fine motor movements. We're thinking, thoughts, language, translating it over. Again, the left and the right brain are communicating and you get development. Plus, I would assume this extends to everybody else. I know that it uh, definitely uh, applies to me. If I am going through and I am writing, as you said, Gloria, it doesn't necessarily remove the problem. But in some ways, it does fix the problem because it allows me to work through a solution. And it doesn't make everything fine and and happy. Sometimes as I'm writing, the tears are flowing because it's helping me to go through and work through. So I, I think that there is a definite mental health coping mechanism that
0: goes there when you embark upon a writing journey? People who are fearful um, of expressing themselves um, to others, now you have another outlet uh, where you can pick up a journal. Um, You have children who may not can express themselves through um, a parent or an adult or uh, another sibling. But they can definitely pick up their own journal and open up a page and what's going on in their world um, and feel like for once in a lifetime there's no judgment there's no repercussions um you can write what you feel um um, you know express yourself to the fullest and this is a reminder that you were brave enough to do it you know and that's journaling you know what i'm saying um, someone said that a true healer is one who heals themselves first um so that others can benefit from that because when you when you're available to others through that then you've you you've helped someone you um, um, you've you've impacted someone and, and I want my stories to impact people like wow I can you know I, I cannot stress it enough like does the world need another hero? and I'm like hell yeah that we need more heroes but um <laughs> my heroes are, are are not um my heroes are not um easy they're not mm-hmm. um, they go through a lot you know
1: but they're and necessary they're, heroes and and you are a, a, a shiro through your writing you are a healer mm-hmm. and that is a magnificent thing
0: i just want everyone to know that um that you can can pick up some a book um you can you can say when you say I'm not a reader, I don't read um, some stories you won't get connected to. And then that's just the way it is. But there is something out there for you. Um, instead of watching a TV show, uh, try putting the hour uh, of reading into your life or try um, even for your children. Take the video game, even though they'll cry and scream and fuss and fight. But you never know what you might get out of it if you put a, something in front of them. OK, if you don't want to read, then write. You know what I'm saying? Write me something or, or, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, for the quiet child um, that you can't get to express themselves. Um, there's all kinds of arts and outlets. Writing is, was it for me? You know, writing poetry, was it for me from 16 on? Um, uh, I just happened to have this world of imagination in my head, these stories in my head um, that actually became, uh, if you wish, and onto paper. Um, it was such a struggle. Um, the, the those who said I couldn't versus the few that believed that, yeah, you can do it. You know, um, there's somebody that'll read that story, you know, and as I have over 15 years now writing experience, but in the beginning, it was a piece of crap too. You know, the story was good. Let's, let's talk about that. Let's <laughs> yeah. talk about that.
1: As we're going through our struggles and we're feeling like, you know, like we're a piece of, of mm-hmm. crap and we we find something like the writing to work with there's growth in that how do you feel now i mean you you went through the struggle your writing reflects the struggle you said it started out as crap and now it's (laughs) magnificent how do you feel now as you look back on your earlier writings what does that do for you
0: well i i still don't do the gag reflex when i read my first book <laughs> you know my, because i really feel that the story is good right it's just you have to prove on the writing um you have to yeah. want to be able to put in the work anything you do that you want to perfect or that you love you will put in the work you know whether there's body and building or or cooking or whatever you're just not going to throw it together and expect miracle you do have to work at it you know and i've joined uh critique groups you know who look at my stuff and and tell me, hey, this is, you know, we noticed this, this, and this may not, you know, you might not connect to the reader this way. Um, I've um, had self-help, I've done YouTube videos, you know, anything that I can to drive me to be better at my art, at my craft, um, because you you want to take pride in it. And in my writing, I want to take pride in it. Um, my ideas are all over the place. I have so many books yet to write, but just having new audiences, um, having new readers, that's something I I, I wish for daily. Um, you know, you have to have a little bit of an ego, you know, and you have to let that ego go sometimes because no matter what people feel about you as a writer, they got something from it. And that's all mm-hmm. you hope. You know, like oh, this is a little bit too descriptive, <laughs> or this is you know, you know, like my mature read. I it was my first time doing a mature, right? You know, for that mature audience in my paranormal, a series. But I'm so proud of it. You know, it's really real, right? And um, it, it it goes across several um, um, taboos, but um, I'm very very happy with it. Um, Another thing is now that I'm, I, we were talking about what will take people's interest is back in the day, I I remember when I was younger, picking up a comic book. Now I've read mm. like my um, brother-in-law, he had like boxes and boxes of comic books and my eyes just lit up because it was Archie. He, half of these people don't even know who Archie was and Conan the Barbarian and all these <laughs> comic books. You know, and Spider-Man was turned out to be my favorite. So he's all over in my in my head about this hero, you know, because he was just a regular kid that came out and tried to do better. And I think that kind of resonated with me. But um, I read all these comic books and now I'm looking, I'm like, there wasn't that really many black comic books, um, characters, there was Storm, of course, but you can name them on your 10 fingers, right? Right. So now- Storm is the only one
1: I
3: remember.
0: (laughs) So that's why I kind of initiated this Kickstarter. I have 45 days to go. If there's Mm -hmm. 30,000 people out there and I can get $1, I will meet my goal. So I'm really, really hoping that there's someone who's um, really feeling that they wanna see that next black comic book hero and go to my Kickstarter page and, and fund this project and help me get there. Um, because this comic book, one
1: dollar. She's just asking for one dollar. So <laughs> yeah, we can all turn out one, $1 like, yeah. And then yeah, I'm, I'm sure you got more than thirty thousand
0: listeners. So I yeah. will make my goal. You know, I'm gonna get there regardless. But um, that's my mindset. That this comic book was meant to happen. Um, yes. Only because that's what. What. You know, it, w- there are a lot of comic book readers mm-hmm. out there. It's just that mm-hmm. you don't really. You just go. T- there's nothing really out there for us. There really mm-hmm. isn't. Um, for in the skin I'm in, and um, there's a few I've, I've looked online and Facebook, there's a few comic book writers out there. I'd like to commend them, you know, for trying to um, go black. And, um, but there's another hero out there, there is the world needs them, and we can create them. And, um, there will be people that read them, you know, write it, and they will read. <laughs> <laughs> some people, some people would
1: argue that uh, the world isn't going to read about a, a, a black comic book hero.
0: What
1: would uh, your response to that be?
0: I would say there's not not a soul out there who's read a comic book that would say that because they're going to pick it up. And
1: right, and, and I mean, mean, we all know that Wakanda <laughs> just rocked the world. So. Yeah. It, yes.
0: yeah, There's manga readers out there. You know, there's there's yeah. a whole world of readers out there. Yeah. We don't, you know, the world is so into the TV series and the Netflix series and all mm-hmm. that. But I think that if we, we we create it, they'll read it, you know.
1: Yeah. Least... And I think comics are still huge. I, I mm-hmm. I'm here in Sacramento and they just had a Comic Con here. Yes. And, yes. You know, oh, there's always great. there's always some kind of calm here in Sacramento. But yeah. I mean, you know, the the elaborate elaborate costumes and uh, a couple of just people who want to cosplay I mean,
0: yeah just people want to cosplay Sandra, right <laughs> yeah you yeah. I I a cosplayer a cosplayer cosplay is huge
1: <laughs> right now cosplay is huge right yes
0: now. yes but um yeah just i think if you if you have the courage um to write and to put it out there, there's always, you'll find a reader. You know, mm-hmm. they they may come out of it feeling some kind of way, but at least they came out of it feeling some kind of way. That's always a writer's goal is to get and, that and, and Gloria,
1: just just for our, our listeners out there who have no clue what we're talking about when we say cosplay, can you tell them what cosplay looks like, what it is? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's say for instance, you wanted to bring um, to life um, um, Wonder Woman and you would just dress up like Wonder Woman and that's cosplay. Or if you want to be Spider-Man and you come in full outfit looking like Spider-Man or um, uh, other favorite characters in the Avengers world. You know, um, People cosplay all the Avengers, all the uh, X-Men characters. If you can just go on and on, if well, they kind of create yeah.
1: character that's out there. Yeah. Yeah, and for it's those a, of you who are laughing experience. your butts off and saying people are delusional, yeah, doing this, it is big money, and there are grown grown it's folks grown just people. like yeah. us that are yeah. out there black with their inner child, exactly. connecting doing with their, their inner child whatever, like, right? <laughs> yep, their inner superhero is being connected with yeah. and you
0: know and it's beautiful to see yeah it's beautiful to see and you see like star wars you know that's cosplaying when yeah. you see them in the dark vader and the stormtroopers <laughs> now, i was yeah, a star wars really person is. too you know i'm saying yeah. i remember in 1977 i'm a little kind of going way back I me mean, sitting in the yeah. theater in north town um yeah. in san francisco on the big screen it was so dramatic and You know, anybody that loves being that experience of the big screen, when you watch Star Wars on on the big screen, it was really um, an effect on you. It made an effect on you.
1: So uh, I think the benefit of it is, again, you know, that that whole mental health thing, it allows us to to be people other than who we are. It allows us to identify with parts of ourselves that we might not ordinarily express Right. So it it increases our breath. It does. I
0: I couldn't express a month of like my writing how it saved me in so many ways. My writing, my heartache, you know, going through um, experiences of lost love and mm. being able to uh, write it down, jet it down, and get it out there. And I did a little, you know, my desire for fire, my little poetry speak of uh, expressing that and. Um, that outlet itself, not only verbally, but, um, just writing those feelings down is such a healing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You're, it's a clo- It's closure. You may not get closure in love, but if you write and when you're writing and you're able to, to let it out, um, you get, you do get closure, you know, taking mm-hmm. some more from experience, you know, mm-hmm. uh, lo- losing my mom. As a matter of fact, I became a songwriter. I wrote a, uh, a song. Um, you guys can find me on, um, Uh, Sound, what is it, SoundCloud, under Desire Mm -hmm. for Fire. Um, You have to put a little asterisk because someone stole my Desire for Fire on SoundCloud. I have it everywhere else. You'll find me Desire for Fire, the number four everywhere, but not on SoundCloud. You have to put a little asterisk in front of Desire for Fire. But if you find me, there's spoken word, you'll find my spoken word pieces there. I, I pretty much did all my uh, poetry there in written on mm-hmm. um, SoundCloud. So if you're interested and you have a SoundCloud account, if not, you can download the app and uh, Asterisk, uh, Desire for Fire. And um, I, th- there's a song on there called Butterfly. And my cousin sung, and I wrote the words and the music because I mm-hmm. dabble in piano too. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I dabble in a, a little bit of everything and I master nothing but writing. I'll put it that way. <laughs> but, and that- but, all yeah, good. It's all good. But um, the song was a reflection of my loss when my mother passed away in 2018. And I wrote a, uh, I wrote it down. It was such a uh, release of, uh, it was closure. She was in her 90s and she had loved a full life. It was still hard to say goodbye. But when I hear that song, it's more of a, oh, wow, that's how I felt. That's how I, I let it out. And so you'll find that writing can can do that as well. Just give and it's, it's,
1: it's a very, I encourage you to go and listen to it. It is a very beautiful song. And I, I forgot how long we've known each other, Gloria, because yeah. I, I remember you going through that. And I, I yeah. remember you posting and, and going and listening. I think to it's me. been
0: 14 years, Dr. Cheryl. I, I, I can't believe
1: it's been years. that long.
0: Yes.
1: I can't believe it's been that long. Yes. Time flies. Yes. So Gloria, it is Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Tell us which Black history person you identify most with and which one if you were given the opportunity you would like to sit down and have a conversation with and why
0: um wow that's our first black president and michelle obama uh god there is so inspirational but i remember the joy on my mom's face um when he got elected like it's like Mm -hmm. it's not a we arrived moment because there were always people like uh colin powell even though he was more Republican or more on another, you know, side of the, the, the Black struggle. It, it's almost like the intelligence of the president, um, his um, contributions. Uh, Michelle Obama's just, um, yeah, I'm a Black woman and I'm proud of it. And She didn't let anything deter her from representation of who she mm-hmm. was as a Black woman mm-hmm. versus what was expected of her in yes. terms of the norm so if if i would and, and and of course there's there's also like god there's like oprah and 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 then there's actresses um that you know as because you guys were able to uh express yourself um be on top uh know that you went through something because because not none of them have um not gone through something and uh, survived the um um uh, the backlash of um being black but being a person of power you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. Uh, being a person who's influential to the community um being someone who others listen to and um, um influence, influence them specifically you know being that positive voice in a lot of um, negative ticket that that surrounds our culture um I just want people um, to realize that we're so diverse and um, we can write whatever we want. Um, and we should be able to write whatever we want without uh, fear of repercussions of how could you write that, you know, you're, you know, like, how can you write fantasy, you know, when there's so much else out there to write about?
1: Well, that's my... Do you get pushback on your erotic fantasy?
0: Yes, I do. I'm. Um, um, I did it because it was a challenge and someone dared me. You know, mm-hmm. and and I put and I called them out in the in the their name is now in the the, the dedication. I said, just oh, because you dared okay. me. tell us, Dish. We <laughs> want to hear. <laughs> I said, because you dared me, I'm writing this. And uh, I have been working on it forever. Um, I didn't know if I wanted to put it out there. I just thought I would write it and give it to them and say, here you go. But I love this. Okay, story. Go ahead and put them on blast, girl. <laughs> but I love the story, and I was like, "Wow, she's such a badass!" You know, she's she's really um, she's all right. Now, now you will find that most of my characters are not only um, these these they have to go through things, but they have uh, a few lovers that they go through. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're they're not um, they're not set in like you you're expected to to have this narrow mindedness, you know, because there's a need and that's how I, I, I look at my characters, uh, wherever the need is, um, because I need more than than just one person to support me. Um, I'm I'm kind of saying like, you know, I'm I'm there, you know, I'm this- So
1: it's not a uni- unidimensional
0: happily ever after kind of. Right. Thing. Exactly. There isn't some of them don't end very happily, but they end strongly. You know what I'm saying? They Mm and they they um they tell the story and they tell the story, and I think I keep it at 100, you know, and that's real, that's Mm -hmm. real because that's that's how life goes. Mm
1: -hmm. Sometimes there's a happy ending and sometimes (laughs) it's not, and we
0: grow regardless, right? Right? I'm very proud of my the characters I create um because I don't think they're they're um one dimensional. You know, there's so so much that makes up this the characters and they go through so much. Some cry, some, some, and then someone told me, I remember someone said, God, your character cries. I said, yeah, she does, but she goes through a lot. I think the tears make her strong and she is stronger because of it, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. You're stronger. I cry, yeah. I cry too. Sorry, I do, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm stronger strong because is. of her character. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So, so, Gloria, you, again, we talked about, you mentioned about fan, you're, you're writing fantasy and Panerol, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and by the way, those are just just the environment that you use as the for the stage for those characters mm-hmm. and the stories. At the end of the day, I mean, the core story is actually really the message. It's that action. It's whatever these heroes are going through in their life but but the environment that you create is just that fantasy world where like you know you immerse yourself into it which you mentioned earlier about the idea of writing when you write you get into the visual or at least when you read the yeah, book you, you get, get immersed here, and and you really i remember me personally like writing like reading the book and uh-huh. my, i i was younger and my, my mom would be like hey stop for you to do this like i don't even hear her. I'm like so immersed you know Not like immersed. i feel like like, she, like three times four times like Oh, you called, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, right. and, but you're really into the story. But it's, it, it yeah. is, and it also creates your fantasy mode. I mean, well, you know mind.
0: what? I just gave me a visual hurricane. I can't wait till you know they got those movie goggles now, right? I, I know. Right. Listen to the story, and we actually see the story developing as our mind creates these pictures. But nothing's wrong.
1: Oh, Run with that. I think you need to run with that. Gloria gets to patent that idea. It,
2: <laughs> it, it, is, it is real, and you can actually do it. By the way, I. Looked into yeah. it, and you could yeah. create your own visual for whatever stories you have. And, yeah. and as a matter of fact, people—that's what meta, you know, concept is. Right. Yeah,
0: the me- yeah, the meta world, right? The yeah. Metaverse, yeah. right.
2: You, you can yeah. you can create that that vision. I mean, you mentioned Star Wars, uh, Lord of yeah. the Rings, same yeah, concept. Does, they live do, do that
1: Do either you find that kind of a, a a a frightening thing though? In terms of when we can start creating and living in a meta world. Will people choose not to live in the real world because they can create what they want to in the metal metal world? And I think so that's movie movie is movie. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you're
2: saying. <laughs> it, it is controversial already as it is. I mean there were a few movies that actually depicted that idea where like mm-hmm. uh, I like think surrogate was one and there are a few of them where you live in this this fake world and you kind of like almost let go from the real world yeah
0: because your real world right. is so harsh right fantasy well,
2: right. Exactly, right you live in that world like that's what like <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm enjoying this world I the other one sucks <laughs> so I just moved to this one but it creates that and, and to your point a lot of people choose the type of reading that they do because that makes yeah. them live the life they want or at least right. they see themselves in that exactly. hero or that character and they live that life I mean like they become them I mean I remember like you mentioned Star Wars and stuff Soon as I I watched as like you I watched them yeah. in, in the theater in the early set late seventies and I'm I'm coming up with a fake sword and I'm waving <laughs> you know I'm doing my little you know, saver thing going <laughs> on there. Are you staying
0: <laughs> away from the water because of Joss, the job? Right? 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 right,
2: right.
1: But you live I have that fantasy. having tremendous health applications though for like people who are uh, victims of active accidents and have. Mm-hmm. Uh, dis- physical disabilities that disallow them from doing things, or even for uh, people who are mentally challenged and may not be able to participate fully in the world, they can participate fully in the metaverse. And so it opens up a whole new world for them. Right.
2: right. There's certainly medicine, education, there's all kind of areas where this will be implemented. And, and mm-hmm. it is already like in place. As a matter of fact, right. yeah. it, I, I did a research, it costs about 10000 to actually uh, deliver your own meta monthly, I mean, obviously, it's right. you, you gotta have some back for that. But if someone yeah. has an idea, you can do that. I, I wanted also to just touch a bit on something that you talked about briefly earlier, Doctor, uh, and I think Gloria, you kind of alluded mm-hmm. to, is the ability to to uh, creative mind. Like you talked about, you know, how it helps mentally. Well, mm-hmm. so we have that as a fact in psychiatry, A lot of you know uh, doctors will use writing or like you know to kids or whoever. Mm-hmm write your stuff so you can visualize what you're, what's going on in your mind and a lot of times sometimes you've noted people notice things that in diaries and whatever that could reflect what's going on really in those minds of their 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 family members, and eventually they can even save their lives and whatever, or at least identify what's going on with them. Uh, even in business, in business, I mean, you have to write your business plan. If you have an idea, you write it down. It's it's all right. that. I mean, Where we need to be more into that mode, like you know, you can't possibly have an idea and not write it down. You'll forget about it. You'll write it down as soon as you start. it's just expanding. Like now, you write more and more and more and more, and now you, it, it becomes alive. And that's actually the challenge that we have today. Like, I don't see a lot of that creativity in the writing mode. Right. But but, but historically, I mean, everything we owe today's world is from what people wrote in centuries before us, right? I mean, you you, you mentioned yeah. the Bible, but there's, yeah. there's science books, there's math books, there's, there's literature, poetry over the centuries in multiple cultures and around the world. That is actually the heritage that got us to this world. I mean, talking about Black like, like History Month, I mean, there are books and there are, authors and folks that actually wrote stuff from early on and and those things are still in play today and because of those you know there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of information available to us and, and right. one, one more thing gloria is that i love also the idea that you said earlier you kind of tried the publishing with others didn't work and I love what you did. You did exactly what any innovative per- person would do is to actually go and do their own. you Don't take no for an answer. You yeah. make it happen. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So again, exactly. I just wanted to make those three points, but I mean, awesome stuff. You're, you're like, you're, you're a hit today.
1: <laughs> Gloria, one, of, one of the things that a lot of um, people do and um, particularly in the African American uh, community where, or even in, other uh, communities, third world communities, places where uh, there may not be so much wealth. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times we're allowed, we allow ourselves to be stopped by lack. But you didn't, you didn't do that. What was your driving force that allowed you to say, okay, Publishing could cost a lot of money, but I'm not going to stop here. I am going to find my own way. What was the driving force?
0: Um, The fact that my characters needed to be um, an outlet, that they needed to be um, shown to the world, that I knew these characters were um, something that I wanted to share with the world and Mm -hmm. um, that they really have a story to tell. And I have stories to tell And I think, um, so that not only drive, you know, because as a spoken word artist, I think the experience of um, being in that park and seeing that poem and having that gentleman react the way he did, because this was something from the heart that was like how I felt and I wrote it. And then I expressed it to someone and they reacted so um, organically, tears streaming down his face. And then um, I think your brother told me, See, that's, that's who you are. And that open, kind of opened up my introverted world into saying, Someone else could need this. Someone else should hear this. Someone else um, can benefit from this. Um, and that's what, you know, like for people who have stories to tell, don't be afraid to tell them because someone can actually benefit from it. Someone can smile from it, cry from it. Um, be motivated by it, say, well, that sure ain't going to be me, (laughs) you know, but it will, will, you know, in terms of like, oh, I won't go down that path because now I know, you know, but there's that now there's something um, um, visual. There's something um, that's linking them to a story that will be with them. Hopefully it inspires them. Hopefully it just um, motivates them to do something. I can do this too or they're saying, well, yeah, she writes a book. It might be good, but I can do better. Okay, well, show me better. Or someone- And and, and
1: every one of us has a story inside of us. Even if that story gets told and it only benefits one person, Person, what an impact we make.
0: I I think that's my desire right there. It, It was what fueled me to continue to write was seeing the reaction, the versatile reaction of someone who, I created this, you know, this came from inside me, you know, no idea is actually original, original, but the story is original. That's what makes, because everybody tells black stories about vampires. There's more than one black vampire. Trust me. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? But my story is my story. There's more than one Kyandra, but well, there's not one more than one Kyandra's Kyandra, but I'm just saying these, these heroes that can be created, they're all around us. um, But that story is unique. You know, and I want people to read the uniqueness of that story, and that's why I write. You know, that's why I write black,
2: and, you know, that's and, why I, and I I'm never get afraid get to say them. I write
0: black characters. You know, before it's like, you know, well, why do you have to include that they're black? And I'm like, why not? I'm black, right? I mean, I I kind of like, hey, I'm here, living color, and yes, I write black characters, but I think my story is universal that anyone can sit down and read the book, whether you're black, white, Chinese, Japanese, uh, whatever that you you race, that you were in the color and the skin that you're in can read this story. And not only will you realize Hey, this is not a, just about a black character. This is about a hero character, a character that could easily be you and me. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of why, um, it's so important to me to get, get it out there and to, um, let people know why I write, and that I do write black. I'm sorry, I I can't even apologize for.
1: It. I'm not I apologize for that you're Sorry in there. No, no, no. Take that out of your yeah. vocabulary. There yeah, is non-apologetic. No write black. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, Gloria. There's characters of all worlds, and so why not? It's it's that's how you see it, and and and, and should be a, a good mm-hmm. enough number of these characters available where people can relate to. And to your point. They don't have to be black, you know, to actually relate to, to the story mm-hmm. and to the because yeah. that's what it is. We are always conditioned to every other aspect of life, and why not? You know, we need to diversify. I think that is a beautiful, you know, thing to to have. So no apologies needed. You're you're no doing your apologies, thing. <laughs> girl. No yeah. apologies.
0: Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you guys. It was just such a, a, a um, humbling moment to realize that you know we could talk about my story because I feel my story is important. You know, and I, I and it's, you know, it's, I'm always gonna, going to express the fact that um, I I write, um, that desire in me to write is something that I'm so proud of, you know, it, a sense of pride to have a book in front say, hey, I wrote this. Um, it's, a, it's a sense of pride. Uh, um, and I, I don't want to feel like I need to be humble about it because it's such a big deal, you know, but there's humbleness in it. You know, there's humbleness in being recognizing that you were gifted with the gift to tell the story.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Gloria, again, you know, this is a health related show and this, well, the last few episodes, we have been talking about mental health because, you know, right now the world is having such mental health challenges. So if you can just, give us a few takeaway points that our audience can use in terms of using writing and and reading to help them to cope with whatever issues they may be addressing as Mm -hmm. they're making their way through life. Share those with us,
0: please. Okay, so look at it this way. If you're an individual who, who has a mental issue or you know someone that has a mental issue,
1: we all
0: do, and we all <laughs> we all have something at some point or another, whether it be depression, you know, or whatever. E- writing and reading can do this. It can improve your mood. It can um, heal you um, in terms of your spirituality, uh, depending on what you're reading. It can uh, you can recover from um, uh, sadness. Uh, it uh, is like a revival of the mind, right? Uh, It reduces stress, um, anxiety, uh, depression. Uh, When you're focusing on what you're writing, uh, it gives you that outlet, that relief. Uh, There's so many benefits um, that, that focus on the mental and healing of the mental mentality of where you are in that moment if you just give an opportunity to open a book and read a book or to write down your feelings through a journal or giving somebody that outlet to, to express themselves. Because if you hold it in, it just tightens up inside you. Um you feel these um um you can be sick even if you hold expression in. If you're not if you're forever keeping your mouth closed, if you're ever not able to voice how you truly feel just imagine you've done that before where you kept it in, kept it in because you don't want to uh, uh the waves and and um you know there's a person that's just going to say negative to you you can always uh, feel free uh, in your process of release by just writing um journaling, um, picking up a book and escaping for a little bit so that's my best advice in terms of how that ties in to where you can can get relief um, because you can. You know, I'm a living example, living proof. And
1: for all of those out there who are dealing with cancer or any other chronic inflammatory disease, put a pen to a paper and release. Mm-hmm. It will help you in your healing journey. Put that pen to to the paper, and, and Gloria has beautifully outlined some of the benefits that you will receive from a health standpoint gloria it has been amazing having you we've enjoyed Thank you it. can you take us out with another piece of your flowetry do you have a piece that you'd like to share
0: um i don't even know if i remember anything <laughs> um so I'm, I'm gonna try to do the following it'll be a little short little version of it okay. falling falling Falling, falling under your spell, falling under a simple deduction that even a blind man could tell that I had been pushed over a mountain and shoved over a cliff and forced over a wall. I was falling. And so that's kind of like, um, that's kind of like. Um,
1: Girl, I feel it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us and thank you out there in the audience for, for, for joining us and sharing in gloria's experience we want you to share further in her experience go and tag in with her Uh, put that dollar
0: in so we (laughs) can bring this character to life so my kickstarter miss cheryl is um you can go to my www.fantasy-arthur.com it's really simple fantasy-arthur.com and i have my kickstarter links there i have all my book links there um, I don't know if I have a connection to my SoundCloud, but you can see what I'm doing on Pinterest. Uh, it has my seven, my desire for fires, uh, uh, Twitter handle. Um, just go check me out on www.fantasy-arthur.com. Thank you, Ms. Cheryl. Thank you, Hurricane. If
1: I can get this right this time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you think, if you say fantasy-arthur and that's the part of it.com.
1: There we go. There. Now, now we've got the link in the chat as well. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Thank
0: you.
1: That's it. first
2: attempt Yeah, give it a second. Just okay. let it run and uh you know people can see it. It will be also on the actual description of the show. So
0: thank you. Absolutely, thank you. Absolutely
1: absolutely. Yeah. And uh thank you for for sharing your gift, your energy and your power with us. You are definitely a black History superhero. And uh, shout out to all the rest of you Black history superheroes out there and superheroes out there. Shout out to our superhero, Hurricane H, who is bringing us this this platform. It's and I, I have to tell you, I, I, I love Hurricane H. You know, he's,
3: he's, <laughs> he's so actually awesome, lovely. isn't he? <laughs> he's <laughs> he's
1: awesome. You. I mean, he's obviously an interviewer extraordinaire. Yeah but the production work that he does to bring these not just this show but a multitude of shows this is an entire network that that hurricane has and it's it's positive it's it's informative it's Fun. We get to see Hurricane do all sorts of, of of silly things and we have fun with it. If you haven't seen our, our
2: promo. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That yeah. you all yeah. like. <laughs> I, I, I was already there. <laughs> yeah. right, let's that let's do it. Let's do already. it. Here we go. Here we let's go. Do go. It. Here we go. Oh
0: God, it. I'm in being this. the nerd. I'm the one that's <laughs>
2: <calling me. laughs> off. Hurricane,
0: I was the one that was off, not you.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: Well, listen yeah, I, I
1: started on but then i was off I don't...
2: <laughs> we we patient we can go again until we get in the rhythm that's all good <laughs> here we, go, here we
1: go which way are we going first uh, we go right right there, <laughs> right,
2: there we go oh, we there. got
3: it all right here we go
1: Oh, there you
2: go. Yay. It. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all right.
0: Oh, people love yeah. it. I'm so typical because I am the one always off.
2: On. <laughs> you, you know, live, life, you know, needs a little bit of fun. Um, it's part of what we need to do. It's you gotta get a little mental break and you you gotta smile, you gotta laugh, laugh it out. Yeah. I mean, we all gotta go through things. And by the way, doc, thank you so much for
3: thank you, for doc.
2: for 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 the for what you just said, the words about the network. As again, it was an idea three years ago literally three years now we're going to start celebrations and it started with just bringing positivity to to the world i mean there's plenty out there but but i realized that there's not enough you know to to kind of you know i guess in one place and so i just started doing this and i started my own show then i about a year and a half i think almost two years now i got my first interview with with uh, dr cheryl Brian Bruce, and and then we hit it off, and uh, then we decided she decided to bring me onto her show. It was just supposed to be on the, the the network, and they said, "Hey, I'd like you to be on," and there we are here, and we've had so many great guests, and you know, we're I'm learning a lot. I think we're sharing a lot of value, and we're helping one person at a time. That's actually valuable over the years. That's going to add up to a lot if not months weeks and so on and so forth and uh there's there's great work out there to be done so first of all, so the same thing doctor thank you for the work you're doing and 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 for you know uh just just this is phenomenal thank and you. Uh, i hope we touch lives and gloria keep up your hero hat on and uh you know make it work you know keep those books yes, coming through yes. you know? <laughs> happy
0: black history month to everyone yes thank you i can appreciate i appreciate you guys so much thank you so much for having me um desire for fire right um yeah, so <laughs> absolutely right. desire for fire mm-hmm. go out check her out check
1: out her website dollar. <laughs> yes. uh gloria thank you on for, my kickstarter for let's today. get my black
0: comics out there right so i can't wait
3: yeah
2: you, you know what they say a dollar and a dream right this uh, right. this dollar can make the dream
3: <laughs>
1: it, it, literally. It really I mean. can literally. <laughs> yeah, uh, we definitely are gonna gonna support you with that, Thank and you. you know I'll be throwing in in my dollar, and yeah, okay. uh, I'll certainly be encouraging others. And then once that Kickstarter has kicked off, and and our character is out there, and you get your autographed me, copy
0: of your book,
1: right? Bring you back, and we'll talk about the journey.
0: Yes, yes, we're speaking to fruition. Yes. There you go. And, and let's go.
2: Let, let, let's make that audio. Let's make that meta in the future. You never know. I mean, let's Absolutely. let's make it to And by the way, is there by the way, that's a question. I know we're about to close the show, but uh, is there any uh, potential of a scripted movie or movie? I mean, these things um, do do need to I come on. I tried
0: Netflix um, and a producer um, before COVID and it fell through because of the COVID thing and his contacts fell through. But I'm willing. I'm open. If if I I'm already have it partially scripted uh, for the Kyandra saga, um, I had it in an animated version of what it would look like animated. I've I've gone so deeply into this, uh, these characters and the world, it's just ready to be brought to life. So if there's any uh, directors out there that feel like that we don't have enough representation. Um, this would be a perfect script for them. okay um, I'm you. gonna throw
1: my hat in and I'm gonna throw Hurricane's hat in.
2: <laughs> I'm in already. <laughs> here,
1: here, on. If, if we get going, Hurricane and I, we want to be in there kicking ass with the
0: rest of Well, it. you know, I already, I, my mind is dead. And I, you know, I'm a, a little songwriter, I've already <laughs> have like four songs ready for someone for my screenplay. So, hey. Yep. Yeah, let's do this.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I've seen Hurricane kicking mm-hmm. the mess out of that bag.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> well, well, by the way, I, I do have few contacts as well. I mean, I, okay. I'm going to out to someone. Then, you know, uh, again, uh, you never know. You pursue something. Yes. You just throw in a name. Uh, you throw in an idea. Whatever yeah. comes out of it comes out of it, but I think those characters coming to life can change also. Uh, oh you man, know, this story
0: is just.
1: We'll help you to however we, there. There. we can. Yeah, yeah. We'll help you however we can. We are here to support you.
0: Wonderful. I am so blessed, regardless. But you know, the fact that now I'm, I'm out, able to outreach and and have this outlet for people to know that I'm out there. I just feel so just happy. You know, I just Aww. feel so thrilled and um, very humbled and very thankful thank you so much thank well you. the honor is yeah.
1: all ours <laughs> yeah. Yes, ma'am. yeah so on that note we are going mm-hmm. to wrap up this episode of chatters that matters any last words hurricane
2: no just uh by the way i did have the uh, where you can watch this i mean you can watch mm-hmm. it literally on the embc tv network that's just uh, the website and there's different channels it's available on Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo, uh, Twitch, you know, LinkedIn is going to replay. Uh, even in, worldwide, it's all over the place. And almost every podcast, it will actually air as well. So this is going at Roku TV, Fire TV, and uh, soon to be also Samsung uh, or like uh, what do you call it, uh, Apple TV. So it's it's all over. So, hey, listen, if mission is out there, please take it, sync it, share it. You know, we just want to hear about, you know, about it from you. And uh, we'll continue doing the work for you. That's it.
0: bye-bye everyone thank you
2: all right
1: that's it for us for another episode of chatters that matters let's talk about it as always we want you to hit that like button hit that share button and tell your friends all about it come back and join us for the next episode of let's talk about it bye-bye